In the name of Jesus, amen. Happy Advent, happy new church year. Advent is a time that goes completely against the norms that we see in our society today at this time of year. We begin a new church year usually at the end of November or the beginning of December. And as we begin a new church year, we focus on the end. It's kind of odd. While everybody else is talking about Christmas and everything else, we focus on the end of the world. Advent is a time for us to look at ourselves and to look at the promise that Jesus Christ is going to come again to judge both the living and the dead. Some people might think it's a little weird, it's a little odd, and it is, because it's actually a time much like Lent is before Easter, where we look at our humanity, we look at our sinful nature, and it is a time actually of penitence, where we often say, come Lord Jesus, come quickly. So as we enter into a new church year, as we start off fresh and new, forget that whole 2020 business, I'm more about the church year, I have one question for you. And it's very simple. Do you need help? Do you need help? If you asked me that question, I would tell you that is a loaded question. I need help being a better father and husband to my family. I need help being a better pastor to you of this congregation. I need help taking care of my health and my nutrition. I need help with woodworking and a lot of my house right now. I need help in so many different ways, but it's a very real question to ask ourselves. If I sat down with you today and asked this same question, what would your response be? Oh, no, Pastor, I'm good. Things are just fine. I don't need any help. I'm able to take care of things on my own. But then maybe you look at your finances, your health, your bills, your children, your family, our city, our state, our country, our world, and yourself, and maybe deep down in your heart, you whisper to yourself, wow, there's a lot of help I really need right now. And maybe, just maybe, we're a bit too prideful to admit that, to actually open up and simply say, yes, please, someone, anyone, anybody out there, please help me. It's hard to cough up those three little words, please help me because we've been conditioned to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps on our own. We've been raised to think that you have to take care of yourself no matter what. After all, doesn't the Bible say the Lord helps those who help themselves? No, it's not in there. We've been taught to don't let anyone see you as possibly possibly being in need or in helplessness, because that will just show us as weak or unfit to be a productive part of society. We are by nature sinful and unclean. We don't do a good job of taking ourselves, taking care of ourselves, let alone each other. We don't always want to be helpful, so we go silent when it comes to asking or admitting the need for help. I'll ask you again, do you need help? I know what you're thinking. This doesn't sound much like an Advent sermon. Maybe you were expecting a countdown to Christmas. That's always what I thought of the Advent wreath. I didn't really care about Advent. I just knew that the more candles that were lit, the more closer I was to opening up those presents as a kid. Maybe you're looking for a little more holiday cheer and joy. 
anything that get us out of the mindset of these virus-ridden days. Advent has all of that, but Advent is also a reality check. It's a time of repentance, but also reorientation. While the world around us has been all about Christmas since Labor Day, and everybody else outside of here is singing fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, we come to Advent to get a good dose of the stark reality. Christ is coming again, and we should examine ourselves and be honest and openly admit it. Yes, I need help. Yet week in and week out, when we come to this place, and we partake of all of God's gifts and his word and his sacraments, we regularly admit that we are in need of help. We sing a little word in our liturgy. We're going to sing it today. It's just a tiny little word in our liturgy, but it's a big, fat, massive cry for help. You know what that word is? It's in the middle of our communion liturgy. Hosanna. Hosanna is an old Hebrew word. It's a word of praise and thanksgiving to God for all of his kindness, but it's not hallelujah. Hallelujah simply means to praise the Lord. Hosanna literally means out of the Hebrew, help us or save us now. Not tomorrow, now. The crowds shout to, to Jesus as he comes in on that Palm Sunday, Hosanna to the son of David. It's weird because here it is Advent, we're four weeks out from Christmas, and we're talking about Palm Sunday. Can we Lutherans make anything crazier? Sure. When Jesus comes into Jerusalem riding a donkey, they believe in what they had heard and seen from Jesus. He's the Savior who is coming, has been long prophesied by the prophets. They say, Hosanna, help us now, Jesus. Save us now, Jesus. But in reality, they don't expect Jesus to help them or to save them the way that he has planned. Truth be told, we are no better. We may not always like his help either. That's because when Jesus comes to help and to save, he doesn't beat around the bush. He goes straight to our hearts and to the heart of the matter. He comes to become sin and our curse. He comes to take on our helplessness and our inability to save ourselves and our inabilities to show love and mercy to each other. And he's come to put it all to death. The crowds that day, like everybody else, didn't want a savior who does dumb things like suffer and die and rise from the dead. They wanted a savior who never dies. And we're the same way today. We want Jesus to be like Superman, speeding faster than a, a speeding bullet, able to leap tall buildings with one leap, one who saves us from burning buildings even though he saves us from the fires of hell. We want a savior who keeps us from the virus, who keeps us from having to die, but Jesus will keep us from eternal death. We want a savior who will save us and keep us from discomfort, pain, sickness, and economic security, but Jesus saves us from the prison of our own sin and death, which causes these things. We want to be saved from momentary unhappiness, insecurity, and uncertainty, but Jesus promises an eternal joy and an eternal hope. The cry of Hosanna in the highest only sounds out of tune 
when we look to God as a superman or some sort of divine vending machine that we have all the right coins for and we push all the right buttons for. I'm here to tell you today that you and I need help. And trust me when I say that, I'm looking at myself right in the mirror. We need the help that Jesus has come to give us. It's unthinkable. It's just plain crazy. This is not how religion works for most people. Most people today in their religions, even in some forms of Christianity, will talk about how we have to come to God and he'll respond to us. We do something, then he'll do something. We pray, he gives us the answer we want. Well, maybe. Yet God does the opposite. Just like with those crowds on Palm Sunday, he comes to you, he advents to you, humble, lowly, riding on a donkey. That's what Advent means, coming. He's headed to his coronation on the cross on Good Friday to save you. He lives the life you should live and that I should live. He dies the death that we deserve before God. He rises from the dead. And so in turn, you have been picked up and raised up with him in the waters of baptism. You are now alive for the sake of others, to love them, to pick them up and to help them and to bring them along in life and to bring joy to their day with the love that came to you in the waters of holy baptism by the power of the word of God. The season of Advent is all about our Lord's coming to us. He's coming in the manger wrapped in swaddling cloths. He's coming today in our gospel readings and our absolution and our Lord's Supper. He comes riding like a king but yet humble. He's coming in glory to judge both the living and the dead. But for you and for me, that is a day of eternal joy and hope, a day where he will look at you and me in Christ and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Do you need help? It's okay to say yes. Just be assured that Jesus helps us and saves us when we don't even know we need it. His chief concern is to be himself for you. This means he who comes in the name of the Lord comes to lead us through death into life. He comes to bind us to himself so that his death is our death and his rising is our rising. His joys are our joys. It means I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life which now I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. All of this because Jesus became one of us, to seek you and me out and to help us with everything that we need to live this body, to live out this life in body and in soul. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Happy New Year. Happy Advent. Amen. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen.